Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome, welcome once again to yet another motivational moment in the morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. I'm here in Houston, Texas. Today is Thursday, January 21st, 2016. Thank you all so much for dialing in and joining us on this morning as you do Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. We meet for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We definitely look forward to this time with you all. It is important to make sure that you surround yourself with people that are going places you are going, that are progressing, that are headed down the right path because who you are connected to is taking you somewhere. So it is exciting to be connected with those who are connected to the Motivational Moment in the Morning Platform because we're all going somewhere positive, progressive, and better than where we were before. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you for inviting, for sharing. Uh, also for um, uh, posting your notes and stuff on social media, which we ask you to do every day throughout the call. Post your notes on social media, tag us in it using our name or the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see and we can flood social media with positive things. There's so much negative going on out there uh, with positive things so people can read it, be inspired, uh, be encouraged to, to move forward and make it through their day. Also, if you all haven't had a chance to do so yet, please visit our brand-new design website, www.windreamscollide.com. That's windreamscollide.com. Great information, tools, resources there. Uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. Let's get connected. 2016 is the year that you will build it for your last name, and we are excited about that. So subscribe today to become a VIP, a Vision Impact partner. We're looking forward to that. Uh, mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. Mark your calendars for Saturday, February 27, 2016. We will be in East Elmhurst, New York for the Wind Dreams Collide workshop in partnership with Vision Impact partner, Ms. Letizia Beasley. And so details and information for that are on www.wilkinsevents.com or you can go to our Wind Dreams Collide workshop, simply click on events, and you'll have the details and information there where you can go and secure your ticket today. We're looking forward to serving on the East Coast in that capacity. We are excited about that for sure. All right, folks, my husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll. Hopefully you have your pen and paper handy so you can take notes. If you're driving, put in your Bluetooth, pull up your social media pages as well so that you can post your notes. Honey, why don't you come onto the line and say good morning to our VIPs. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, family. Good morning, world changers. Vision. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, family. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, VIPs. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me? I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought today. So what's next? <laughs> yes. Would you post that somewhere? So what's next? Yes. I think we get into this place, ladies and gentlemen, where we'll, we'll dwell on the past and even rest in the present. So what's next? What's next after that success? What's, so what's next after that accomplishment? So what's next after the layoff? So what's next after the divorce? 
So what's next after the bankruptcy? So what's next after the defeat? So what's next after the setback? So what's next after the letdown? So what's next? See, what happens next determines what you embrace to be the best. What happens next determines what you will embrace to be the best. We don't care about what happened to you. What happened to you is really going to be determined by, by your mentality of what's going to happen for you. In other words, it is your mentality that produces your reality. Your mentality produces your reality. Why, dear? Because life happens to us all. You know, my grandmother used to always say, huh, you're either in a storm, you just left a storm, or a storm is on its way to see you. Would you write that down? You're either in a storm, you just left a storm, or a storm is on its way to visit you. The, 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 what really matters most is not necessarily the storm. It's the set of the sail. Did you hear me? What matters most is not the storm. It's your, the set of your sail. In other words, how do you handle setbacks? How do you handle rejection? How do you handle deception? How do you handle apathy? How do you handle attrition? How do you handle life's punches? One author said, when life knocks you on your back, when life knocks you down, try to land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. That's Les Brown. He said, shoot for the moon because even if you fall short, you'll land amongst the stars. So what's next? Many of us, we get so trapped and confined in the ideology of what we did and who we were and what we used to be, and everybody has the, uh, you know, the yesterday story of what I did last year, who I used to be, what I accomplished, what happened to me. All of these things that we keep replaying our past accomplishments or replaying our past pains because your mind, I want you to understand this, our minds work one of two ways. You will either use your memory or your imagination. Your memory will always replay the past. Your imagination will preplay the future. And you have to learn how to live in your future. Jared, how do I live in my future? It's very simple. You must start to hang around it. Yes, you must start to hang around the home that you want while in bankruptcy. You've got to hang around a home that you want. While in foreclosure, you've got to hang around the types of people that you want to be associated with while in a heartbreak. You've got to hang around the type of men and the women that you would love to be married to while in your divorce. Why? Because what happens is this. The devil knows if I can isolate you, I can terminate you. Write that down. If you can be isolated, you can be terminated. The most dangerous thing you can do in a season of, in a season of separation is make it the season of isolation. So what's next? What are you going to do next? See, that's what the world is waiting on. That's what we're waiting to hear from you on. Everybody's waiting to see. Are you going to get off the canvas? Everybody's looking to see, is she going to make it after the divorce? Everybody's waiting to see, is he going to come back after the failed business? Are they going to make it after the return of their child? 
Will they come to themselves? Let me jump in the scripture. For those of you that want to jaywalk with me this morning, let's go down the road and talk about the prodigal son. You know what's so amazing about the story of the prodigal son? The prodigal son has everything under the auspices that he stayed with his father. See, I have learned in my life, in my short sojourn on earth, that in order to lead, sometimes you must leave. Would you write that down? In order to lead, sometimes you must leave. And here he was, he left. He wanted his inheritance. He wanted what he wanted now. And a lot of us, we get so preoccupied in what we want that we miss what we deserve. Did you hear me? Some of us get so preoccupied in what it is that we want that we really miss what it is that we deserve. And so the prodigal son, he asks his father for, for his inheritance. See, remember what I tell you all of the time. An inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in people. So what's next? He leaves with his inheritance, but he abandons the legacy. He leaves with the inheritance, but he abandons the legacy. He leaves with the money, but he abandons the mission. He leaves with the vision, but he abandons the value. He leaves with the character, I mean with the charisma, but he abandons the character. He leaves prematurely. And he takes his inheritance with him, and he goes out, he squanders it, and as the story goes, now this this. This, this wealthy priest, uh, uh, this wealthy um, son of, of, of this man, this wealthy individual, he is now, according to the story, laying down with pigs. Can I suggest something to you this morning? Pigs don't know that pigs stink. I hope you catch what I just laid down. Pigs don't know that pigs stink. So here's the prodigal son. He now is laying with pigs because he's a squandered his inheritance. So what's next? He's in there. He's, he's lost it all. He, he's in there. Everything that he once had, he no longer has. He's down there with the pigs. He's, he's rolling around. He's eating the slop. Have you, you've never lived life until you've gone from filet mignon to Popeye's chicken. You, you haven't lived in life. Until you go from Dale Frisco's and Papado's and, yeah, you go, you go from steak and lobster and shrimp to now all you're eating is syrup sandwiches. You, you haven't lived in life when, when, when you go from drinking Fiji water to just looking for some tap water. You have not lived in life when you go from the penthouse to the outhouse. And here he is. Can you see him? His hair is now longer. His beard has now grown. He's got ingrown hairs. His nails are dirty. His, his clothes are withered. His shoes are falling apart. Here he is, rolling around in the swamps of life. And that's where many of us have been. We have, we have sought to leave prematurely. Many of us, we have not only sought to leave prematurely, many of us, we have wanted the inheritance, but we have not studied, nor have we extrapolated the legacy. And so here we are, wandering around through this life, as a wandering generality versus a meaningful specific, the prodigal son. So what's next? Well, the scripture says, and he came to himself. I wish you would come to yourself. See, something happens in every man and every woman's life. 
where you've been down at the bottom, where things have been stripped away from you. There's some things that you even did to yourself. Because if we're really honest and truthful with ourselves this morning, hey, I don't dot every I. I, I, I didn't cross every T. I don't get it right 100% of the time. Some of this mess I'm in is because of myself. But here he is in the midst of the pit, in the midst of the swamp, in the midst of the dirt. The scripture says, and he came to himself. Pause for Satan identification. I wish somebody would write on Facebook this morning. I wish you would write on Instagram. I wish you would write it on your heart. I am coming to myself. When you get to the place in your life where you come to yourself, all manners of things that have happened to you, all things and mistakes that you've made, all of these things start to orchestrate themselves in the manner in which they were designed. You start to see the victory, listen to me, in the midst of the misery. You start to see the vision even when you don't feel the provision. You start to see where you're going instead of where you've been staying. And here's what happens with the prodigal son. And I'm done, y'all. It says he came to himself. When he came to himself, here's the critical question this morning. I want to leave this interrogative right there on the meal of breakfast for you. So what's next? He came to himself and he went, uh, he went not to go back and get the inheritance. Shucks. He went to connect with the legacy. And he goes and gets to the legacy And his father, as the scripture says, welcomes him back with open arms, welcomes him back and throws him a feast, welcomes him back and says, yeah, yeah, it's time. We've been waiting on you. Now, here's what happens with his hater. I mean, his brother. Mm -hmm. You know, those people that they know you messed up and, and you get another chance and they get upset because maybe they've never taken a risk. Maybe they've never gone bankrupt starting a a business. Maybe they've had a perfect marriage their whole life on the outside. By the way, would you write this down? Never judge your behind-the-scenes struggles with their on-the-scenes successes. In other words, never compare your behind-the-scenes struggle to their online successes because very seldomly will ever they post what's really happening behind the scenes. But he came to himself. So what's next? His brother starts to ask the father, why would you do all of this for him? He left and I stayed. Why would you do all this for him? He's the one that went for the inheritance. I stayed for the legacy. Why, why would you do this for him? And here's the beautiful thing about the story and what's going to happen for you. The father in no uncertain terms, said, so what's next? I want to pose the question for you this morning. In spite of everything that has been said about you, the assassination on your character, the people that have mismanaged you, disappointed you, hurt you, the things that you've done to yourself, the weapons of mass distraction, the divorce, the failure in parenting, uh, dropping the ball on the job, losing, losing the business, having to start all over again. Can I ask you a question? So 
what's next? So, what's next, ladies and gentlemen? You can't just stay where you are. Even if you've accomplished something great, there has to be something greater waiting for you. There's more for, for, for you to do, you know? And you can't get caught up in the opinions of other people along that process. They're going to they're, they're gonna talk about you. They're going to say you're confused. They're going to say you're distracted. Uh, they're going to even say you're not listening to or love God. <laughs> your, your faith, you, you, you've gone astray because you, you chose to go to that next level in your life. You know, here's what I've learned. Some people are only okay with you being your best you as long as they benefit. As soon as they no longer benefit from you being your best you, all of a sudden you're worse. You're, this, you're, you're the devil. You're this evil person. You're this lost soul who, who doesn't love anybody and doesn't care about anybody because you decided to be your best you, and you being your best you, meaning you can no longer be around them. And, and that's going to be a challenge for a lot of people. But you got to continue on to that what's next. You, you have to keep pushing forward. You have to. You can't, you can't just sit idle. Just like my husband just told you, isolation equals termination. If, if the enemy can isolate you in the super and in the natural, if he can isolate you, then guess what? He can terminate you. He can take you out. He can shut you down. He'll, he, he can get you depressed. He can, he can get you thinking that you don't want to live anymore. Next thing you know, you, you're looking at that bottle of pills like, this is my way out. All I got to do is take all of them and, and I'll be gone. And you just drinking excessively, and and you you're looking at the gun that's sitting in the drawer, and you're like, man, just one bullet, I'm good. This this will take all of that away. Or, or you can look at the 18 wheeler on the road while you're driving and say, all I gotta do is pull over in front of it, and this is a wrap. This will be done. See, that's what happens when the enemy isolates you. That's why you cannot let people and their immaturity and insecurity infiltrate your mindset when you are pursuing your next. Because their limited belief, their limited thought process, their, their limited access to what you've been exposed to cannot, can, does not have the capacity to, to, to withhold where it is that you're going. Your thought process is like a gallon. You're on a whole other level, but theirs is on a pint because they don't have your experience. They don't know what you know. So, so they're thinking that you moving to your what's next is a bad thing. Well, that's not the case, ladies and gentlemen. You see, Matthew 6 and 33, that's the, that's the greatest scripture of all. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. When you seek first the kingdom, God begins to reveal things to you in regards to what you should be able to obtain within the kingdom. Greatness is your birthright. The word of God is your constitution. It's telling you what your rights and responsibilities are as a citizen of the kingdom while you're living here on his colony called Earth. And see, if you don't open up the constitution to know what your rights are, next thing you know, your rights will be wrong because you'll be listening to what everybody else says. But when you seek ye first the kingdom, God begins to speak to you. He begins to order your steps. He begins to direct your path. He begins to lead your way. And next thing you know, you're going down the direction that he wants you to go. But understand, because he hadn't spoken the vision to everybody else, he just spoke it to you. Not everybody's going to understand. Not everybody else is going to accept it. Not everybody else is going to want to believe it. They're going to go through their own five stages of grief. But what you got to say is, I got to get to that what's next. I, I got to go. 
I got to move forward to what God has called me to do. I got to go to that greater thing. You see, through wisdom, my house is built, and by understanding, it is established. You get that understanding through relationship. When you have a relationship with Yahweh, what he does is he communicates to you and he tells you what you are supposed to do, the direction that you are supposed to go. And it's going to confuse a lot of people, but you can't get caught up in their lack of understanding and their confusion because you have gotten your clarity from who you need to get it from. Focus on who you need to focus on and put everything and everyone else aside. It doesn't mean that you have to be mean, that you have to be rude, that you have to be negative to people. No, you just need to set it aside. I can't, I can't deal with that right now. If, if they talking about you directly or indirectly on social media, unfollow, unfriend, and block. You are the pastor of your page. Please understand, you determine what goes in you and what goes out of you. You have to guard your ear gates and your eye gates. So you do what you have to do to make sure that you are focused so that you're not distracted by the little nymphs and the distractions that they bring so that you can achieve what it is that you've been called to do. So you can get to that what's next, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta, you, you have to be so congruent and so solid on your vision and what you're doing that no matter what is happening around you, you don't waver. You don't move. You don't fall. You know how many distractions I had coming at me from, when, from the moment I launched Straight Talk Woman Talk? Please. I got attacked from every single area. It was just a conference call, and you would have thought that I was just doing something detrimental to the world. But little did these simple-minded, insecure, immature people understand is that what I was doing was the work that I was given, the instructions that I was given when I sought first the kingdom. When I sought first to hear from the man, from, from, from God himself telling me, hey, this is what you need to do. This is where you need to go. Did I know the entire process he was going to take me through? No, because had he revealed it to me at first, nine times out of ten, I wouldn't have followed through with it. That's how he does. He unfolds things to you as you go. That's why you got to take the first step because the next step will lead you to the next step. And then sometimes you don't get, it's not until you get ready to step off the current step that he reveals the next one to you. That's what faith is for, ladies and gentlemen. You got to take the step even if you don't see it in front of you anyway. You got you to gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get off the boat. You got you to gotta reach out to, to, to Jesus. You got to go out there to that deep water where he is. You got to be willing to launch out into the deep. You got to be willing to go out there and do it anyway. You can't get caught up and, 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 and bifurcated and held back mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually by the opinions of other people. You cannot expect pipe capacity minds to understand your gallon capacity vision. They don't get it. They don't have it in them. They were not born with it. You can't teach a cat how to bark. You can't teach an ant how to work a TV. And it's not that they're simple-minded. Some people do act that way, but it's not that they're simple-minded. It's that the mind that they have is not yours. The deposit that was made for the vision was given to you in your mind, not them and theirs. So you have to stay focused and communicate with, with, with the creator himself to say, Lord, where am I supposed to go? What's next for me? If you don't know what's next, that's what you do. You seek him first. You seek his kingdom first. And all those things will be added unto you. All things, not small things, not some things, not little things, not maybe things. All things will be added. That includes your vision. That includes your next step. That includes your bills getting paid. And the possess- that includes all. It encompasses everything. All is all encompassing. There's nothing left out of all. That includes a restored marriage. That includes a child coming off home, uh, uh, coming off the street. 
that, that includes a loved one getting out of prison and exonerated for 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 uh, being uh, uh, sent to jail wrongfully. It includes all of those things. It includes your miracle. It includes your health. It, it includes cancer being restricted and taken away from your body. It includes your healing. All those things will be added on to you. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to get to your what's next. But in order to get to your what's next, you got to know who to go to. You can't talk to everybody about where you're going and your vision. People will get so caught up in their feelings about what they feel you should do, where they're comfortable with your being, that they don't want you to move on to your next thing. You, you cannot get caught up in that. you got to stay focused, focused on who he is, who has you, and where he wants you to go. That's the only way you will arrive to your what's next own time and the way that you're supposed to. I know you've done great things, but what's next? There's more greatness inside of you. There's more great things for you to do. Don't let it stop here. Keep pushing. Keep going and get to your what's next. Honey? Absolutely. Let me leave you with this thought. You can't get so caught up in where God was that you now miss where God is. Don't get so caught up in where God was that you miss where God is. He moves, y'all. He was somewhere some last season, and you'll miss the mark trying to hold on to what God is really attempting to get you to let go of. Follow him, and he will direct your path. Your steps have been ordered. So now, what's next? God bless you. God bless your families. And God will certainly bless your dreams.